0: Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the hosts of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Berizicke.
1: Welcome again to Growing in Grace. Mike Kapler, my name. They call me Cap, and I've got... Joel Brzezinski with me once again, too. Just a little informal time getting together for a few minutes every week uh, for Growing in Grace just to uh, kind of of, uh, just casually talk about the good things that we are learning about in the gospel and what it means to you and how you can apply it to your life. Hopefully you'll walk away with something today that maybe you didn't completely have before our program began.
0: Well, we sure pre- appreciate you listening to us today. Uh, this is Joel here, and um, I have a website called GraceRoots.org. And if you uh, want to maybe ask a question or just drop us a line and, and you know say hey you're out there listening, uh, you can get a hold of us through that website. It's GraceRoots.org. And we again, we sure appreciate having you here with us. We're not you know theologians or anything. We just like getting together and talking about the gospel, talking about God's goodness and His grace and Um, Both Cap and I work at a Christian radio station in Waterloo, just to kind of let you know a little bit about ourselves. Um, We both live in Waterloo, Iowa, and we just enjoy talking this stuff out, talking about God's wonderful grace.
1: Yeah, I was going to become a theologian once, but I like to laugh and have fun, and I don't know a theologian (laughs) who can do that, so (laughs) I'm just kidding, of course. Uh, Well, Joel, what's on your mind this week? Well, last
0: week we were talking about God's unconditional love for us, how much he loves us, how much he accepts us um, in in Christ Jesus. I mean, there's nothing that can stop uh, his love for us. It's impossible for him, in my opinion, to, and I believe what the Bible says, to not love us. He is love. Sometimes we can question that, you know, not being totally not totally grasping God's love. Sometimes we live our daily lives just wondering, you know, is God really for me? You know, because maybe our circumstances in life might be might be uh, something that makes us question what God is really doing. I had something happen in my life several years back along that line, and I'll talk about that in just a little bit. I just know that this life, growing, growing in grace, living this Christian life can be an adventure, Cap. I mean, it can be, you just never know where the Lord is going to lead you.
1: Well, and it's so important that we, we, I think, one area that I wish, (laughs) I kick myself all the time, uh, because I think when I was younger, I I went through a period of time where I I was really seeking, oh, how can I word this, Joel? I was really uh, trying to understand how to understand God's leading uh, the voice of his spirit, you know the the Bible tells us that, that he will lead us, He will guide us he he 'll remind us of things that even Jesus said i mean there 's so many ways in which we can be led by the spirit, and, and um, that 's one of those areas where i wish I wish I would spend uh, more time just accepting the fact that God wants that he wants that interaction. you know Steve McVeigh recently spoke in our area, Joel, and one thing that he said that I had often thought of. Is when we go into pray, sometimes, and I don't want to get off the subject here, but when we go to pray, so often it's it's like a monologue, <laughs> you know. And I think it's it's meant to be kind of a, a two way conversation. I'm not saying that you're going to go around hearing voices all the time audibly, but I think there are ways that God can speak to us if if our ears are just open to hear.
0: And I think Cap, yeah, that sometimes when it is that one way conversation, I mean, instead of it being both us speaking and God speaking and like you say whether it's through an audible voice or whether it's through you know whatever way he wants to talk to us but sometimes that one-way conversation can lead us in the in into wrong directions and, and we get to, we get our thinking off base and our prayers become you know telling God what what we think and our whole let's use the word theology our whole theology can get messed up uh just, just because we're the ones doing all the talking, and we're not we're not letting God speak to our hearts and I kind of went through something like this a few years ago where I knew that God had put in my heart the desire uh it's kind of a dream to 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 share God's grace to share His grace with other people, even uh someday uh to write a book and I've been able to write some articles for our church's newsletter lately and and do some other things but this dream had been in my heart for quite a while, and every time I would sit down to try and write, uh, it just it just wasn't happening. I try to get all my notes together, make some sense out of it, and I, I just ended up frustrated because it wasn't happening. I, I couldn't. I had all these ideas of of what I would want to say in a book or in an article, but I couldn't get it. I just couldn't get it together. So. Uh, it would frustrate me, and I wondered why would God give me this desire? Why would God give me this dream in my heart, and He wouldn't help me to to make it happen? Well, one day I was I was driving along. One of my part time jobs is as a as a courier. I drive uh, through the, uh, on the highways and byways of of Iowa to different doctor offices. And the Lord was encouraging me. He was saying, "You know what, Joel." everything is okay don't don't worry um you're you're where i want you to be and i was kind of questioning it and then uh i stuck in a tape you know petra the no doubt tape and they've got a song on there called the right place and uh the chorus of the song goes you're in the right place trusting only him you're in the right place kick back and just depend you're in the right place to see what he can do you're in the right place He will come through. And as I heard that, you know, I didn't stick in that tape planning on the Lord speaking to me through it. I just thought I wanted to hear some good music. And there was God speaking to me, encouraging me through music with with something that um, he had been speaking to my heart about just moments before. But that actually wasn't the end of the story because, I mean, I I really, my eyes had been moist with tears just thinking about how, how God was speaking to my heart. And then I, Really, they became flowing rivers of, of tears when I heard that. But yet, I headed up into this town that's east of Waterloo, where we live. A town called Jessup. I don't know if you know, Cap, what the uh, what their slogan is in Jessup. By any chance? I do not. Well, let me tell you. I was listening to this song called "The Right Place." I pulled up into Jessup. There's a big sign there. It said Jessup, the right place. Ha
1: ha 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 ha.
0: And that was just, that was more than I could handle. I mean, I i i just couldn't contain myself. God was just being so good to me. Just, just speaking to my heart, letting me know that everything is all right. His plans are solid plans. I don't know when they're going to be fulfilled. I just know that he's going to do it because he's God.
1: There are so many different ways in which God can can show uh, himself to you. Um, I think we try too hard. I mean, I can't speak for everybody else listening right now, but if you're going through some of what I've gone through over the years where you wish you could uh, you know, maybe be a little more sensitive to the leading of God or the voice of the Lord in your own life... I think, like so many other things that we've tried to do on our own in the Christian life, I think that sometimes, even in, suppose I'm in my prayer time. We were just talking about having a dialogue instead of a monologue. Um, Now, I could sit there, and and, and we need these moments, by the way. I'm not saying we shouldn't do this at all. Um, But I can sit there and wait on the Lord instead of just talking all the time and just listen. Sometimes it's good just to get in a quiet place and just listen. I think silence, even if you're not hearing God, I think sometimes the silence will just do you some good. (laughs) But, you know, sometimes I think we try so hard to, to, um, to hear from God that sometimes it's sad to say that our imaginations get carried away with us because we're so anxious to hear from him. Weird things start to happen sometimes, but it's that way throughout much of our Christian life. I mean, how many, how many years did I uh, try to uh, attain to righteousness with the foundation of my works? I knew I wasn't saved by what I did, but I was trying to establish my righteousness by what I did. And, and, and so it's too much effort sometimes instead of just resting and allowing God to move in the way that he wants to through you and around you. Um, I, I think we would we would see so much more uh manifestation if you will of, of God in our life. Uh, can I share another story Joel? Sure. Love to hear it. Um it's kind of a second-hand story. Uh it's from a, a, an acquaintance that you know as well as I do and she had a sister pass away here about a week or two ago. Uh she works with us here in radio in fact. And um this is just one little way that God comforted these people. Sister was dying at the Mayo Clinic, right? They, uh, Some of the family, including her, they get up there to try to find her. And, you know, Mayo is a big place. <laughs> and all the people who work there have identity bad- badges. Uh, everybody's got to have an ID badge, right, if you're working at Mayo. But there was this guy that was dressed up in all the doctor's garb, but no ID did he have around his neck. But he could tell they looked a little bit lost, and he said, can I help you with something? And they said, we're looking for so-and-so. He says, I know where she is. And he took them up some stairs and around some corners and into a room where she was. Um, And they turned around to thank him, and it was a long hallway, and there was nobody there. And they are completely convinced that the Lord had provided them with a, a, if I can use the phrase, a manifested angel in human form, because it was kind of strange in that big place. This guy just happened to know exactly where this person was. (laughs) She wasn't doing too well, the person who ended up dying, the sister. Uh, But when the family came into the room, they had about one day together where she just perked up. She was completely herself. They had some laughs. Uh, They snuck her some snacks or something, which she wasn't supposed to have. And, you know, it was one of those times where they got to spend some time together before she had passed on. It was almost as if the whole thing was was provided by by God himself, you know, before before that woman was to depart Um, at a fairly early age, by the way. Uh, they they had some time together, and uh, all of that to try to to say that you never know how the Lord is going to provide you with with comfort or leading, and, and remind you that He's there with you through through thick and thin.
0: Mm, how oh, those are that was just a, a really encouraging story. And, and you think about it could could uh, this friend of ours had 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 make that happen all by herself? I mean, could she have planned that that event? Could I have planned this this time? when i was feeling down i was feeling frustrated and worried that god's plan wasn't being fulfilled in my life and god gives me some encouragement in my heart and then this song and then the words on the sign uh could i have made that happen i couldn't have planned that out and so many times we try to make this christian life happen uh in that way but we can't it's we've got it's it's all about jesus christ living his life through us
1: we've got a little more than a minute left joel i i think And this is for me. I'm glad we're having this conversation because it's kind of dawned on me that we need to quit trying so hard. (laughs) Amen, brother. Even on our morning show in radio, there's two of us guys and a a lady. And we've got these morning show planning sheets that try to take us through these steps of coming up with material for the morning show. And I don't know how many times we sit there scratching our heads with these sheets in front of us, staring at them, trying to figure out material for the morning show. And we try, and we try, and you know, we're having trouble coming up with stuff. And so then all of a sudden, uh, my male and female partner that are on the morning show with me, they'll start having a conversation off the air about this, that, and the other thing. And all of a sudden, I'm realizing these guys aren't trying. But what they're talking about right now, this is material for our morning show. And you know once we threw away the sheets and quit trying all of a sudden there was the material and I think it's that way in so many aspects of our lives sometimes we try too hard and and we don't get to where we want to go
0: That's right we we got to realize that we're we we we're fragile weak jars of clay earthen vessels and that the, the power to live this christian life doesn't come from our trying it comes from the power that God has to live his life through us. And that's, that's, that's what it's all about, his power living and working through us. Well, I'm Joel Brzezinski along with Mike Kapler. Thanks for joining us this week for Growing in Grace. We'll be back again with you next week. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kappler and Joel Brzezinski, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to
1: live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.